0: Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, leaving aside China. There are many cities around the world with a high number of CCTV cameras. In the top 10 list, you'll find four locations in India, as well as Moscow, London and Los Angeles. Dublin doesn't figure in that list. In fact, the place in Ireland with the highest number of cameras in proportion to the population is Mount Melick in County Leash. One for every 90 people there are. There are government grants available to set up community CCTV schemes... There's an obvious argument for how such cameras could deter crime, but also concerns about how some of these schemes are run. Tony Delaney is Deputy Commissioner of the Data Protection Commission. Good afternoon, Tony. Good afternoon, Sean. To even set up a CCTV uh, scheme like this, uh, do, do you need permission from someone, say from the Gardaí for instance?
1: You absolutely do. It goes back to the Garda Síochána Act 2005. There's a Section 38 there. So it's Uh, Authorised by the Garda Commissioner Uh, and there's two different scenarios. There's one where towns uh, can put up, uh, the police in the towns, the Garda, can uh, install um, their own schemes. That has to be authorised by the Garda Commissioner. And equally, there's community-based schemes, which are an aid uh, to to the other schemes. Uh, But for example, Mount Malik that you're mentioning, that has a community-based scheme. The data controller there is Leash County Council. And if you take the two towns on either side of Mount Melik, which are considerably larger in population, Tullamore and Port Alicia, both of those have Garda schemes. So all three schemes are authorized by the Garda commissioner. And there's quite a detailed process, in fact, to get your authorization. So if Mount Melik is operating the scheme, they will have had to go to the first thing they have to do is uh, determine at local level with the local authority and the joint policing committee. So each local authority has a joint policing committee, and they're the people who initially give the go-ahead to make an application to the Garda Commissioner. So there has to be a, a need for it. That's the first thing. You cannot just um, put up a scheme just because aiders grants available and we'll tap into the grants and let's put up some cameras. Uh, there must be a need for it. And it's generally the Joint Police Committee will have to look at the basis for looking at it in terms of crime statistics in an area. So I would expect that if Mount Malik has a scheme running, which is reported today, uh, that all this has been done by the Joint Policing Committee and an an assessment then would have to be done before the Garda Commissioner puts his signature to that very important document. Mm. Uh, uh, There's a whole team in Garda headquarters assessing that and giving it the go ahead and would have had to look to see that the, the data protection impact assessment and everything else was done. So these things aren't just handed out willy-nilly. I mean there is a detailed process and Mount Malik would have had to be scrutinized vigorously, as I would understand it, by the Garda Commissioner and his team before th- that scheme was given to go ahead. And that would include, by the way, the number of cameras and their capability and their exact uh, um, uh, the, the actual locations in terms of um, uh, as, you, as you find out if you're looking for them on a sat-nav, the, the actual coordinates, it's, it gets down to that very detail in, in for each location. Mm. So it cannot be a situation that there's more cameras up than the Garda Commissioner authorised so the figures we're talking about there today in the article that was published if they're up, if there's, 90, if there's uh, whatever number of cameras, 30 or 40, whatever it is the Garda Commissioner has approved that.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, is there a legal requirement for there to be a sign beside the camera or a sign in the vicinity saying there are CCTV? Yeah, yes,
1: yes, that's a, that's a data protection requirement then. That if you are entering the the uh, area, that you 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 see a sign that says CCTV in operation in this area for whatever purpose. So it's generally, in this case, for law enforcement purposes, and it has to say who the data controller is and a contact detail for where you can contact them. That gives you... Uh, now, that, uh, It's no point in having that uh, under the camera. It has to be uh, on the approach roads to a town or village so that if, if, if you see that sign, which you sh- it should be in a prominent place, and you see it, you can then decide yourself, well, uh, do I want my image camera? Do I want my... Uh, uh, image captured by the camera and do, or do I turn around and go somewhere else so you, you have to be informed absolutely by mm. way of the signage and it, it,
0: is there a limit on on how much or what kind of data can be collected
1: well really uh, in from our perspective, what we we would expect in a community based scheme uh, to have what I describe as standard cameras ones that re, uh, are just capable of recording vehicles or people passing through and, and it being capable of being recorded so that if there's an incident uh, that uh, the uh, local community group or the county council in this stage would be able to assist the Gardaí. So it would be important that there would not be, for example, uh, facial recognition technology on it or that there would not be what uh, is described as the ANP, which is automated number plate recognition. That would be highly intrusive. And we've had even cases in the past where we've asked for those to be removed. Even in a garda scheme up in County Meet in Duleek and Denor, we ordered seven cameras which had ANPR capacity to be to be removed. There is no legal basis for that type of um, uh, capability on CCTV cameras at the moment, so that would be excessive. But and the other thing is, from a from a data protection perspective, it would be important, of course that um there's uh, th- those ca- those recordings that I was talking about would only be reviewed in the in in light of an incident, so if there was either an uh, a serious uh, assault or something serious on, on on the street where the cameras were recording it's, it's it's for the the local group to hand over that or to let the guard view the footage, the guard are the professionals when it comes to viewing the footage and and um it shouldn't be a case that you have members of the local community, group of community, alert or neighborhood, watch or whoever who may be involved in promoting this scheme, they should not have uh, access to this on an ongoing basis. The data controller in Mount Malik, for example, is Leash County Council. So every county council in, which, in whose area these schemes are operating, the onus lies on them as the data controller to make sure that governance is of the highest order and that uh, you don't have people uh, uh who may be volunteers in a community group uh having access to footage and having a good snoop because that's not what the, 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 that would completely diminish the integrity of the systems yeah. these systems are there for good reason but they must be operating with high governance levels and and to protect the, the, their integrity overall otherwise they'll get a bad reputation uh if if you heard that that your neighbors were able to go in and look at their, the camera viewings and, and see who who's, who is talking to who on the street. So, yeah, there, there's a lot to be... I mean, these systems are very good uh, if they're operated in accordance with the law. But uh, there's a, a serious onus on the county councils who are responsible for these schemes to make sure that the governance, as I say, is uh, yeah. of, of top order.
0: Yeah, so uh, just to, uh, on the point of, of who's looking at it, if there's a camera, you know, one uh, to put it simplistically, there's a telly someplace, and someone's looking at that telly. The, 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 is and where is that? Where would that footage be saved? Would it be in in a local authority office someplace? And then, if it was needed, it's passed on to the guardie.
1: Ideally, yes. If the local authority is the data controller, they should be responsible for uh, um, uh, the actual. Re- Machine that's doing the recording. It's not necessarily an ongoing telly. By the way, these things could be just recording into a piece of equipment sure. that if the guardee need access to, or the local authority brings in a laptop and then plugs it in. It wouldn't do to have a recording uh, a CT. It's not. It's not like uh, in a guard station where where the guards might be. If you look at in Pier Street guard stations, it's actually guardee full time looking at cameras for around the south side of the city, around the uh, the, the Liffey and so on. There where. They're able to see what's going on on the boardwalks and so on. There's people, there's guardie professionals watching those. I not. What I'm saying to you is, I'm not expecting that type of activity at all to be happening in a community-based scheme. It would be. It's only. It's only in the event of an incident that the guardie are able to go in and have a look. So ideally, yes, the the equipment should be either in a local authority premises or in a perhaps in a Garda station. Um, but with with, with uh, to allow the gardaí to access it, but mm. it shouldn't be in a private home. Put it that way.
0: Yes, indeed. Now the thing is, though, is that even like last year, Limerick was fined f- rather mm-hmm. heftily. It, 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 it uh, because it seemed to have broken broken the rules around these things on multiple fronts. Was that kind of is, is your sense that when these uh, the rules are being broken, that people actually don't know what the rules are?
1: That's part of the problem, and part of uh, you know it's it's about local authority, as I say, for those type of schemes, uh, being aware and all the rest of it. So their awareness has certainly raised since 2018. As soon as the GDPR came in, we launched an investigation of state surveillance, and it's still ongoing. And there's 31 local authorities, by the way, in Ireland. We've done seven in terms of inspections. Limerick happened to get the greatest uh, publicity because we imposed a fine of 110000 for some GDPR breaches that was going on. But the thing in Limerick was, particularly, at least positively in terms of Limerick, they were taking full responsibility for all of the cameras that were uh, were being operated. uh, uh, And that's a credit to them. There are other local authorities who aren't doing that, by the way, and have allowed community alert groups to be data controller. And that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a far more serious. Mm. But at least in relation to Limerick, they were taking responsibility. But the upshot of it all was by the time our investigation was finished, there was 126 cameras turned off, which was quite significant. All the cameras on um, that were focusing on traveller accommodation sites had to be removed. All the traffic management cameras had to be disconnected. There was no, there was no legal basis at all for traffic management cameras. And there was cameras also, uh, they abandoned, which was here was the big important thing. They had plans to have real-time monitoring of CCTV in 14 towns and villages across Limerick. Uh, That meant that they were going to have civilians in a monitoring centre watching 24-7, 365 days a week, 365 days a year, the activities of of the locals in, in those villages. Those plans were quickly abandoned once we uh, went inspecting because there was no necessity for it whatsoever. Some of these towns were quite respectable towns with no levels of crime whatsoever. It was fine for them once the Garda Commissioner had authorised the cameras to be put up, but what they were going to do was monitor them. And as I said to you earlier, there's no need for that in in an area that's not predominantly crime-ridden. So there was big changes made in Limerick, which they've now... Uh, not only have they paid the fine, uh, but, but, but they have put in place the corrective measures, which was most important in terms of delivering on the data protection issues that we highlighted to them.
0: Yeah, how is is there um, a time limit on how long data can be retained for?
1: Uh, for CCTV, the rule is generally around one month uh, at the most. So that was another issue we found in some of those places; they were they were retaining it for. Uh, um, I, I certainly saw 90 days uh, in, in some cases, far, far too excessive, you know. Mm. So the, the, even for no matter whether it's a local authority or the Garda Siakana or even ordinary businesses, Sean, uh, that have cameras obviously operating for security, it's 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 30 days and no more, you know?
0: Yeah, no, and also, the, you, you spoke about there has to be a, a need for it. it. Would fly tipping, uh, people dumping things in the side of the road, it, could that be construed as yeah. a, a legitimate reason?
1: Absolutely, and that's a very pertinent issue as well, Sean, because when we were doing this, we found in these inspections, we found that many local authorities were using uh, CCTV cameras to detect littering, and, and they would have them particularly at bring banks or um, bottle banks. We've had to, when we went re- uh, investigating this, we found out that there was no legal basis in place for this. So, as I said to you earlier in relation to the community schemes and the Garda schemes, there was a legal basis for those based on the Garda-Giakon Act. When we looked for CCTV um, uh, the legal basis in relation to the um, littering, there was none. And we, the Data Protection Commission wrote to the Minister, uh, Eamon Ryan, about this, drew it to his attention, and he has now, in the Circular Economy Act, which was signed into law last year, brought in a legislative provision to allow for cameras to be operated at these sites. However, it's not yet in force because uh, the local government uh, management agency has is obliged by law to draw up codes of practice and to refer them to the minister in due course. That whole process is ongoing. And, and when that comes into force, local authorities will then be allowed to put um, CCTV cameras on, on those bottle banks and so on that's detecting littering. But again, there's still responsibilities in relation to governance and everything else that will still they, they, that's just the first hurdle the legal basis put it that way is the first hurdle and that means you the local authorities may do it yeah. but to do it then they're going to have to go through uh, the stringent process of making sure everything is order in terms of whatever comes out in this code of practice and uh, governance generally.
2: Yes, Despite indeed. It, you
1: know, can I just? Like I just. I just I'm, I'm a bit um, stuck
0: for time, Tony. So I just want to ask yeah. you one last question. And this is just coming mm-hmm. in from a listener. A lot of people have ring doorbells on their front door, and with a ring doorbell, you can you can film and record people walking past your your, your house. Is that strictly yes. speaking legal?
1: Yeah. Well, there is in the data protection legislation uh, what's called a household exemption which would apply uh, oh. to, to allow you to do certain things in your household. However, the difficulty arises if your house is out on the street and it's recording people passing up and down the street. Uh, you're in bother then from a data protection perspective because suddenly you may well be a data controller. So, yeah, it depends on the situation. Where my house is, I don't have a, I don't have a doorbell uh, uh, with one of those devices on it. Uh, but, but equally... Uh, uh, all, all it would be
0: showing is the field <laughs> <But> <laughs> The it's, occasional it's cow I, uh, I might you. have an objection well, there. <laughs> Tony we have to leave it with you. Thanks a million for talking to us today That was Tony Delaney there, Deputy Commissioner uh, of the Data Protection Commission Now on top of all that there's a further concern in relation to who supplies some of these cameras specifically a company called Hick Vision, which is owned by a Chinese state company that develops military software. The Irish Council of Civil Liberties has warned about the use of these cameras. Dr. Chris Shishnak is a technology fellow at ICCL. Chris, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, these cameras, I understand, it, are in Dahl, Aaron?
2: So, so these cameras, uh, according to the report, are fairly widespread uh, in Leeds County. Uh, and uh, context, when we wrote to the uh our concern was that These cameras uh, from this company raise a lot of alarms, first being the human rights issues. So, for instance, uh, these have been used uh, in what the United Nations fears are crimes against humanity in the surveillance of uh, Uyghur Muslims in China. That's just one of the things. Uh, But beyond that, there are national security concerns about these. Um, And as uh, Tony mentioned, uh, there is an element of data protection concerns as well.
0: Yeah. OK. Now, and, and, and the concern, and, as I understand it, there has actually been evidence, has there, that these cameras may be sending information back to China?
2: Right. So uh, there have been reports in Italy where, for instance, one of the airports in Rome had monitored and they found that uh, it's not just about the cameras, but the CCTV system of the Hickvishan uh, a Hikvision was sending data 11,000 times per hour, to China. Uh, so th- that was one of the big things as well.
0: Yeah, and are 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 these cameras and these systems widespread in Europe?
2: Uh, so uh, uh, they're fairly widespread in Ireland, uh, and uh, there are, they've been observed and seen in other countries as well. And mon- many countries have also started removing them. Uh, for instance, the UK, the U- United States uh, have, uh, especially the governments have decided to remove them. Uh, so have Denmark and Scotland. Uh, and, uh, this all, and in addition, the European Parliament removed them in 2021.
0: Yeah. And, and as far as you know, are, are these cameras still operating in Leinster House?
2: As far as we know, yes, uh, because in spite of uh, our communications uh, with uh, with them, uh, they have uh, They've essentially not necessarily responded to us Mm. uh, beyond uh, what you've uh, read in the news. Uh, So, yes, as far as we know, yes.
0: Yeah, Chris, thanks very much for uh, speaking with us today. That was Dr. Chris Shrishnak there, a technology fellow uh, with the Irish Council of uh, Civil Liberties. Someone uh, says, uh, we do work on utilities for a semi-state company and we've been told that we must take photos of the work area for that company. It's always private property, but we have been told we must do it for their quality auditing procedure. Is that allowed? I would wonder. Uh, Unless you have the, if it's private property, unless you have the specific permission of the person who owns that property, I would think not. Uh, But, you know, not an expert in this area by a long chalk. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.